We are coming up on our one-year anniversary and our 50th episode. We're inviting you to join us for a live show Monday, June 7th at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. For details and registration, head over to our website, dearsoandso.pizza. We can't wait to Zoom with you. We cannot wait. We cannot wait. Welcome to Dear So-and-So, a phone call between friends where we offer up advice that no one has asked us for. As always, we'll read some of our favorite advice column questions and give our unsolicited opinions. I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. Welcome to Dear So-and-So. Welcome. Welcome. Still not Steenstein, sad to say to all of our listeners. You have to give it time. You have to give it time. All right, Steph, start us off with something great. I brought you a dear Mary. It's almost always the other way around, but I brought this one for you. It's true. That's okay, though. I'm not mad. You're not mad? (laughs) Not mad at all. I've maxed out on my number of, like, spectator articles that I'm allowed to read, so I've, like, had to work through loopholes. So I'm never mad if somebody else who has not maxed out their spectator. By the way, I've maxed out on Slate. (gasps) Crap. Do we need to start subscribing to these things? Someone should pay us and then we can subscribe to these things. Slate, pay us. Right, Slate, advertise here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, here is a Dear Mary for you, signed LV in Saffron Walden. Okay. I stayed in a very small house in London belonging to an MP. What is that? And, um, a member of parliament? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And had a pee in the night in the shared bathroom. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> I didn't, but here's the rub. I didn't know whether to flush and wake the owners up or leave it for the morning. What? As it was, I left it, but my hostess got there first. Unfortunately, I didn't know her well enough to explain why I had not flushed. I wonder what I should do if the same situation ever arises again in the future. (laughs) Mary. (laughs) So so call readers, listeners, callers, everybody, listeners. It, the sentence is, I wonder, what should I do if the same situation ever arises in the future, Mary? Oh, yeah. I, the direct address Make sure is, Mary knows this is for her and your, her for only. Her. I would just flush. I'm not particularly worried about bathroom noises waking somebody up. Those seem mm-hmm. within the normal realm. Here are things that you shouldn't do at night in a very small house in London yeah. that belongs to an MP. Don't make yeah. a smoothie. No, don't, don't have do a really loud conversation on the phone with your grandmother that's hard of hearing. No, don't do that. But I think using the restroom would be a moment where I would say there's an expectation or there may be an expectation that you'll flush. So go right ahead and flush. If you feel really ashamed about the idea of it, you're going to have to set your alarm for 7 a.m. and try to get up before the MP does to flush. But then in that case, if... <laughs> You're, but here's the thing, what they're saying, (laughs) they left, they left it, but the hostess got up first, so then saw it, but had the caller gotten up first to flush, then wouldn't the flushing wake up the hostess? That's even more annoying. I don't want to be woken up at 6 a.m. Right, there's no case at which I don't understand. Right, it doesn't matter if you do it at 1 a.m., do it at 5 a.m. It's true, I'm more likely to sleep through something at 1 than I am at 5. Yeah. And then at 5, I'm just like, fuck, now I'm awake. This is a non-issue. Just flush the toilet, make your make your green juice, call your grandma, tell your lover. Okay, but I have another bathroom question for you, Alyssa. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Are you ready? It's higher stakes, okay. I have to say. All right. Raise, okay. raise is, those stakes. Yeah, high stakes. This is from Ask a Manager. Okay. I work in a small office, about 20 people at this branch of our company, and we have two individual restrooms as opposed to stalls in our central hallway. There is certainly a smell situation because the hallway leads to all major sections of the office, mm. but in general, people try to control this with air fresheners, poopery products, etc. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a book of matches is left right there, um, or left there, which seems to help the most. Yeah. Okay. In the last few months, however, a coworker has begun to, <laughs> from what we can best understand, light clumps of toilet paper on fire, uh-huh. throw the burning toilet paper into the toilet, and flush. Okay. Ashes often skitter down the hallway like smoky tumbleweeds. Totally. The whole office begins to smell like a poop barbecue. (laughs) Absolutely. This has begun happening at least twice a week, often more. Now, I thought people understood that matches work to mask odor because of the sulfur released, not because of the fire. Mm -hmm. Clearly, this individual does not realize this. We all know who it is because he's one of the few smokers, Mm. i.e. carries around a lighter. Yeah, yeah. and also has been seen walking away as the ashes go flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah. the scene of the crime. We get it. Right. Exactly. Like, as though he's walking away from a building he's just blown up in an action film. Uh-huh. I love it so much. Um, I have asked my boss, not this person's direct boss, to speak to him. But he deflects, um, their boss deflects, yeah. and says, we don't actually have proof. And nothing wrong has technically happened yet. This person's actual boss is the least confrontational person in our company, mm. so I know he won't do anything either. Yeah. My boss said we'd have to email the whole company and ask them to stop lighting toilet paper on fire. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's fine. It's dangerous and disgusting. Explain the science of matches to them. But my boss keeps deflecting. Do I need to let this go? Or should I continue pushing my boss to do something? I'm seriously worried this person is going to accidentally set our building on fire. From the bathroom out? What? Ba- oh, from the bathroom out. Like the, yeah. the started, start in the bathroom started from and then- the inside. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. it. Okay. I mean, that's a shame that your bosses lack confrontational skills. Send them yeah, to this too podcast. Bad generally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I prob I probably if I were a manager, probably wouldn't confront the person directly. I probably would send that email. Okay, so if you're a manager, do that. But I don't understand why this person doesn't just tap so-and-so on the shoulder and be like, hey, did you know that when you exit the bathroom, flying bits of toilet paper, like, burning, go, like, yeah, trailing behind Yeah, or, like, tumbleweeding you? down the hallway. Yeah, like, I don't think you realize that, like, we see the ashes. Of, um, of your poop destruction, of your poop barbecue. Yeah, and I just wanted to let you know that your poop barbecue ashes trail you out the door so you're not being as discreet as you think you are. I just wanted to let you know. And then maybe, and I don't know if that would change their behavior, but at least it would draw attention to the fact that this is not an inconspicuous way to go about it. Like, this isn't the way. (laughs) Have you ever been in a bathroom and there's been Uh a sign taped inside the stall Uh and it says something very specific? And you're yeah. wondering, who is this who directed at? did that? Yeah. Totally. I, I was buying hockey gear and I went into the bathroom and there was a sign that said, please do not flush sandwiches down the toilet. <laughs> and I thought, yeah. who? And you were like, a sandwich has been attempted. Has, someone's attempted to flush a sandwich down this toilet. Somebody cool. tried to flush a hero down the toilet. Somebody I wish I knew more about that. Somebody tried to flush a meatball submarine Sub. down yeah. the toilet. Yeah. Somebody tried to flush a, a baguette. vinaigrette baguette <laughs> yes, exactly. down the toilet. Down the toilet. Like, yeah. this is a sign for all. 
But really, it's a sign for one. For one, yeah. And so Um, my best suggestion would be just tape that sign up. Yeah. Please do not light toilet paper on fire inside the stall. Uh, Best recommendation is to light a match to release sulfur or spray some air fresheners. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. You're going to have to... So it works in stalls because you're facing it and you have to look at it. Mm-hmm. it this is an individual bathroom, so we don't put know... Put it on the door. Right. Put it on the door. Put um, it on the I mirror. I think people So can, when you go to look at your the face, mirror is you're where, confronted yeah, with a sign with this that message. says, please don't fr- flush hoagies down the toilet. And or <laughs> don't light your toilet paper on fire. Oh, right. In this specific instance. Yeah. In this specific yeah, instance. Yeah. Don't light a clump of toilet paper on fire. Yeah. They just don't know. They, they don't just know. don't know. You just seem to let they them know that you know. know. That they don't know. deep treasure trove that is social cues Mm -hmm. here is another one um signed g s okay my husband is currently unemployed we'll soon be going on a small cruise vacation with fewer than 50 passengers and the question will undoubtedly come up so what do you do for a living my husband is already embarrassed i suggested he say he's a quote house husband but he is uncomfortable with that how do you think he should reply signed g s how do I think you I'm a podcaster? Reply? Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Make up something that is You're on a cruise, so... you get to be whoever you want now. Well, I and I think specifically make up something that is so personally embarrassing that people won't want to follow up on it. <laughs> so that's why I'm a podcaster is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um you also can just be an entrepreneur. One time Always. Yeah, you can <laughs> always be an always entrepreneur. Available to you. One time I was at a party on the Brooklyn Bridge at 1 a.m. There was a dude there who talked to me. I think he had recognized me from the restaurant. And he introduced himself as a entrepreneur and poet. And that Ooh. really shut down Ooh. any discourse. There you go. <laughs> That's a downer. So I guess what you have to do, you have to decide whether you want to shut down all further conversation or Uh whether you want to engage. Right. Like if you meet some people you think you might stay in contact with after this cruise, it's possible. Um, Then you might want to just be upfront, just like, oh, yeah, I'm in between jobs right now. But I'm in between jobs right now. Great time to take a cruise, right? I think that I would look within myself at this idea of people will be asking what I do and the idea that I'm unemployed is going to seem embarrassing. Like, this seems... It's not. It's not embarrassing. It's not. It's yeah. not embarrassing at all. So you could lie. You could be an entrepreneur and poet, but dear yeah. God, get ready for people to, you know, jump overboard. Yeah. Um, or you could just be between jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any idea of, com- of like, bonding over careers as the only way to engage with people is pretty can boring. Can fuck right off. Yeah, yeah. gross. It's, it's so pretty boring. boring. And I'd invite you to explore all the ways that you can connect with people that have nothing to do right. with your job. That's kind of why I want them to shut it down and not yeah. invite more conversation about it, though you're right that, like... Probably they should not do that because they might shut down all interaction. Exactly. You're on yeah. a very small cruise, a petite cruise, a mini cruise. Yeah. 
with fewer than 50 passengers. My goodness, I assume by the end, you will all be best friends and engaged in a lot of competitions that end in a chimney tie. Yeah. <laughs> no winners oh, here. Oh, God. You think so? Do you think on this cruise, they'll be, they'll be kind of obsessed with the chimney tie? No. My point to all of this is like, it sounds like if you engage with people, you'll come out with some friends regardless of what your job is at the moment. Yeah, totally. You don't need a job to be, make a friend. You don't need a job to make a friend. Put that on a t-shirt. Let's put that on a t-shirt. I love it. Perfect. You don't need a job to make a friend. Excellent. Couldn't have been said better. Thanks. I think you said it. (laughs) Okay. I have a Dear Abby for you. Fantastic. And it is signed Protective Mama. Of course, I have found it in NewJersey.com. NewJersey.com. My new favorite place for syndicated advice. Is Pure Jersey? This is, yeah, that's pure Jersey. Yeah, this pure is Jersey. pure okay. Jersey. Pure Good. Jersey. Okay, dear Abby, I have been blessed with a gorgeous four-year-old, four-year-old daughter who is, even more importantly, smart, funny, and kind. But I have an issue. Every time we go anywhere or meet someone new, the person feels the need to comment on her beauty. We receive comments like, just wait till she's older. Boys will be all over her. This happens Yikes. not only... I know. This happens not only with older distant relatives and my in-laws, but also random people at grocery stores. Uh I understand they are trying to pay a compliment, but I find it disturbing that they are thinking about my little girl in this way. I'm tired of it, but I'm not sure of an appropriate response when people make those comments signed, protective mama. Yeah. So there's two categories of people of people doing this. One of them is like older distant relatives and in-laws. So right. that's like a category of people that you're going to see again. I mean, yeah. you may not have a strong relationship with them. You may not see them frequently, but like they're repeat characters. Yeah, right? yeah, they're, yeah. Recur- they're recurring characters. They're going to make cameos. And then there's these random people at the grocery store. I think at the grocery store, you can just lock eyes and say, wow, that's a weird thing to say to a four-year-old. Yeah. But thanks, I guess. <laughs> and then with these older distant relatives and in-laws, I think maybe it's more of a more of a, more of a dance. I mean, you can say exactly the same thing, but uh-huh. I think it's like if they keep repeating it, then you have to kind of elaborate. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, yeah, you keep saying that. Um, I still find it strange. Like, she's only four and a half now, and I still think it's really weird mm-hmm. to sexualize a four and a half year old. I also wonder if arming your four year old with knowledge, mm. like, I they're four, so like, comprehension is low, low nuances. <laughs> low not non-existent yeah yeah um and so i'm like trying to rack my brain like what is the knowledge you could arm them with but definitely like to point out to your kid that it's weird mm-hmm. like might help them process it because they're gonna keep hearing it from random people at the grocery store even if you tame these these distant relatives and in-laws i'm i also am kind of curious so like Obviously, the like the sexualizing or implying, you know, the sexual nature when the kid gets older is yeah. totally uncomfortable. But like the, these sorts of comments, pr- I would guess, probably like run the gamut. Like I bet yeah. just a yeah. lot of them are just comments on this it's child's like, Whoa, looks. that's a cute child. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. she's so beautiful. Yeah. Where where does one draw the line and where when does one choose to pipe up and not? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I would, I, uh, here's a PSA for all the commenters out there mm-hmm. that just because someone's a beautiful baby doesn't mean they're going to be a hot 
older person like in fact yeah. sometimes it's the opposite you yeah, know? yeah yeah like, totally often like these people end up with really weird round faces and like tiny noses and shit you know like they just like oh yeah end up looking small nose really good weird. golly yeah yeah. yeah yeah like their button nose just turns out to be just like a weird pinched face and um are you thinking you know, of somebody specifically right oh, now oh definitely i am yeah <laughs> I'm thinking of a few people, and yeah. and so it's just like I don't. Everyone, everyone gets some perspective. Like this future human <laughs> could turn out any number of ways. Um, no one's got a crystal ball here. We don't yeah. know anything about this person. Okay, so um, I have an Ask a Manager for you. Okay. Here goes. I'm in management for a Fortune 1000 company. What is that? Just I like a larger umbrella than 500? Down, no, further down the list. Okay. Yeah. Like further down the list. So like yeah. not in the top 500, but in the top 1000. Okay, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you'd know the name. Um, I've been a manager for just over a year, and I'm hoping to get some advice on a situation I'm having with one of my employees. Well, we are here for you. Michelle, not her real name, has worked here for almost a year. This is her first job after college and her second job ever. There are no issues with the quality of her work, but there is something that I think is an issue, but I'm not sure if I should bring it up with her or not. Michelle makes drastic changes to her appearance, and these changes always happen during the workday. Due to the nature of the work, most employees in my section, including Michelle, are exempt, and lunches are generally longer than an hour. Okay. Over her lunch, she will drastically change her hair, clothing, and makeup. For example, <laughs> on a given day, she has long blonde hair, almost no makeup, and is wearing a gray suit. After lunch, she returns with black hair that's ear length on one side and chin length on the other, mm. with noticeable makeup and a black suit. Cool. Or, I know, right? Or she has shoulder-length curly hair that she's wearing down, and she comes back with straight hair that is a different color in an updo with an undercut. A wig. Since... Yeah, a wig. These are all wigs. Yeah. Since she started working here, at least once a month, she comes back from her lunch wearing drastically different clothes, shoes, makeup, and nails, and has radically changed her hair color and length over her lunch half a dozen times. Okay. So, yeah, at least once a month, but in the past year half a dozen times i don't know okay this person's bad at counting yeah this math does not check out but listen does not check out but sometimes it, a handful of times this person this does a 180 outfit hair makeup transition and, and it stresses this manager out so much that it like it hits them like it happened twice okay every time it happens mm-hmm. i guess yeah okay i don't know if i should say anything because as her older male boss i don't want to seem like i'm appearance policing and also because she's always within the norm for the dress code appearance within our office and industry, mm-hmm. professional clothes, hair only dyed natural colors. However, I feel like her doing this in the middle of the workday is hurting her professional credibility. There was one time when we gave a presentation for both internal and external people and Michelle was present because she'd assisted with the preparation. After we broke for lunch, she returned with darker hair, bangs, and completely different clothes. Many people at the presentation thought she was a different person at first. Another time she returned to a meeting with shorter hair, longer nails, and different clothes, and it was the same thing. (laughs) 
love this so much. Michelle does not have a car and takes public transit. There is a large mall right by our office. I haven't said anything to her directly, but I have heard her telling others she prefers to get her hair and nails done on her breaks because the mall is so convenient and she doesn't have to do it after work or on weekends. She doesn't carry a purse or backpack. So when she shows up with different clothes and without her old ones, people do notice. She says she puts her old clothes in a donation bin at the mall. Okay. And has told people that she will buy things at thrift stores near her home for the purpose of wearing them to work on days when she is going to buy new stuff at the mall. All right. Sometimes she goes to the mall or surfs the internet just to scope out clothes so she knows what she's going to buy when she actually goes shopping. Is... This something I should be speaking to her about. If so, how do I do it? So it's not to make it about her appearance, but rather how it affects her professionalism and how people perceive her. Even um, even if there are no problems with her work and she is making all these changes on her lunch and not when she's expected to be working, question mark. I see no problem here. I see no problem here. There, there was a time before I reset my sweat. Have we talked about this? <laughs> Before uh, I reset no. my sweat. That's uh-huh. a good way to talk about it. I sweat so much. Like, I would mm. be in a sweater. It would mm-hmm. be winter time. It would be mm-hmm. chilly. Of course, yeah. And I would be just, like, sweating through a sweater. Mm-hmm. And then I went to... Yeah, Here, here's, like, a tip for everybody. This is now a wellness podcast. <laughs> it's a life hack podcast. Yeah, life hack wellness podcast. Goop, yeah, sponsor us. Um, yeah. Then I went to Belize. And I Uh wore no prescription strength deodorant, which is what I had been wearing. I just like sweat it out in this like hot tropical climate. And then I got back and I Uh had reset my sweat. And I have never worn antiperspirant since. Anyway, sorry, that's not the point of the story. There was a point where... I had not reset my sweat where I would change my shirt. Like I would change my yeah. outfit at work yeah, sometimes work like mid shift. Yeah. Cause I sure. just was yeah. like working at a restaurant. We would set up the restaurant and I would just be like be too dripping. sweaty. Yeah. yeah. And I would do a, a costume change as I like yeah. to refer to it. Um, yeah. The end. <laughs> the end. Costume changes. Normalized costume changes at work. This, this is a little bit strange that this employee is doing this, but delightful. Well, I like how they're just like, I'm not going to carry a purse or a backpack, so I'm just going to deal with it. I like, because it's like there's... It just adds so much mystery to it when the per- when the person just like appears as though they've just gone into a closet, waved a magic wand, and come back out. Like it's so cool. Love, They're like so one of those illusion so cool. um, magicians. Yeah. You know those ones that like they mm-hmm. go behind like a curtain, and the other yeah. magician like shimmies the curtain up, and when they drop it, they're in like a whole new outfit. Yeah, illusion yeah. costume illusion. change. Yeah. I love it so much, and it also sounds like this person's really good at their job. So yeah. I kind of wonder if there's something to this kind of like you know they're clearly a very creative thinker they're Uh clearly very organized like they're very like they like to maximize and optimize because they're like okay i'm gonna like right i have a lunch break by the mall i want to do this i'm gonna like i'm gonna get the thrift store clothes so i can just like donate like whatever i know it's way better than how i roll which is i have like a backpack just a huge bag at all times yeah Yeah. just (laughs) with like four different shirts because you never know and like a change of shoes because my hip sometimes works like this yeah person has streamlined it yeah so they have i think maybe something to offer to the rest of the employees like you a lot of companies now are doing these things like little like show and tells lunch and learns like little like things that are kind of optional but like you can like share a special skill over a brown Mm. bag lunch i think that michelle maybe should do kind of like a brown bag lunch about 
Yes. About um, cost about, about like costume about illusion the costume change. change. Yeah. Yeah, costume illusion change or just like up- updating your wardrobe when you're a busy person and yes. you only have so many opportunities. Like also oh my gosh, work it's so is miserable. That's not yeah. true for everybody. Yeah. For my bosses listening, that's not true for me. Um, but like work can be miserable. If you can inject a little bit of joy into your day, like oh, if God. going to the mall and getting yeah. your nails done, if planning in advance and wearing a thrift store outfit that you get to like donate and feel oh, good about gosh. donating because you're yeah. going to buy a whole new outfit. Like if that can bring you a little bit of like levity and joy to Six your- Six times a year. Yes. To your like <laughs> cubicle work. Like yeah. good golly, you're doing something something right oh my gosh it's so true oh (laughs) it's so true here's the other thing about sort of like professionalism and trustworthiness i mean sounds like you work in corporate america well no one they do they work for a fortune 1000 1000 company company, (laughs) so trust no one i mean you know what i mean like trust no one this isn't michelle's problem this is corporate america's problem Mm -hmm. you know like Yeah. Yeah. yeah trust no one Trust no one. You're you're, you're, you're on your own team. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone's a shark out to get you. Thank you, Steph. And thank you, you old so-and-sos, for spending another half an hour with us listening to our useless advice. You can find more episodes and submit your own questions at dearsoandso.pizza. That's right. It's not a .com. It's dearsoandso.pizza. Or you can leave us a voicemail at daddog5078. That's D-A-D-D-O-G-5078. Record your question for us. We'll play it on the show. We'll talk about it. We love them. It's the best. Follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Our music from this episode, as well as all of our others, is by our friend, Busy Hemphill. As always, I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.